feature presentation. Alma, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, I just wanted to start off by asking, did you have a favorite Aki Kiersmaki film before Fallen Leaves? Hello, Eric. Very Thank you for having me. Oh, well, uh, I've been watching his movies throughout my life, and they are there are so many. So I guess, like, what would be the choice of the day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one that I really, really love is La Vie Buen, The Bohemian Life. It's wild. It's crazy. It's, oh, look at that. <laughs> and it's very touching, but it's it's hilarious. And you, I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times, but I'm still always like, you never know where it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the humor and the acting is is spectacular. It's and it's it's so inspiring as well in terms of the vision that's created in the film because it's so singular. I wanted to ask, how does working on thirty five millimeter film compare to digital? And was it your first time working in the traditional format? Well, I actually been so lucky that this was my third time to work with with real film. But it does, I mean, make everyone is on their toes. Uh, and especially working with Aki, he um, he wanted us to do the shots in one take. And you can see that he, he's been doing movies for quite a while. He, uh, he said that he edits before he shoots and he's been producing movies. So he knows a lot about money as well in in the movies you can see it's the production uh, brain that is also saving film but there is uh, so much uh respect for the material in itself mm, but then what what happens is you get these extraordinary very precious moments when you don't when you do it for the first and, and only time in front of the camera and uh the quality of the acting, the quality of those moments become very raw and very honest. Uh, well, he said also that if you mess it up, then we have to take two takes. And if it's a disaster, we have three. But, <laughs> but in, and of course, this was his humor, but it was also true. So, um, yeah, the film itself presents some challenges, but it's also a very beautiful way of, of making films. We were... We were building the frames for hours because, you know, also everyone needs to get it right on that first takes. take. It's it's the light, it's the set design, it's everything. It's a camera, of course. Uh, so the concentration in that room is, is fairly high. <laughs> Was there ever a time where you had to do a second or a third take? Was there anything specific in terms of the sort of the staging of the scene or working with you know a canine co-star sometimes that can be a little bit tricky too yeah well I have to say Alma the dog is is extraordinary she was very very professional and it was her debut she's never been in front of a camera before uh so yeah she she was not the one messing up <laughs> uh yeah there are some some takes that or some shots that, that were done twice but but mostly it's actually done in one take. Everything. That's that's incredible. Does that give you enough time? Because you've talked in interviews and even introducing the film at the New York Film Festival that Aki also requested that the cast didn't rehearse beforehand. So 
how does that change your preparation or your process as an actor not reading the script or not having that rehearsal time? Well, it's a terrifying combination, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, we did get the script, but he said, please don't read it too much and don't rehearse by yourselves and not together. Uh, so, and then we had this kind of minimalistic rehearsals just before the take to get the rhythm right. And then, then you look there and then you walk there and just going through it technically, but saving the life of the scene for the camera. Uh, that, that was that was the point. Um, yeah, when I didn't get to rehearse because I'm I'm really a nerd. I love preparing, so I rewatched his films and I, I was like sneaky about it. So I tried to <laughs> to do at least something uh, because I mean, if you get the chance to work with Alkaris you really do want to do your absolute best. So I, I tried to find the connection to his previous works, not to copy what people have done before, but but find this connection. And I thought that maybe Anza could be a distant relative to some of the other characters in his his previous movie, uh, because you do think feel like when you you get to be a part of his twentieth feature film, you're a link in a long chain, and you sort of need to respect that history as well, uh, or it's a nice way of of being in contact at least with with that whole body of work um so that was that was one thing you could do yeah you you mentioned um you know having a little bit of time on the set what i found so wonderful about that is that your performance is so organic in terms of the movement of the character, especially in her home that her godmother's given to her and the way that she'll move from, you know, the microwave to the kitchen table, you know, to the couch and to the bed. It feels something like, you know, you've done it a hundred times before, but is it something that you, you know, get there the day of and maybe have a little bit of time to, you know, get used to the the location or the environment that you're in? Well, I actually enjoy doing that very much. It's like almost a meditation before the take that you sit there while while the frame is being built up and you calibrate yourself into that frame together with the light and the rest of the team. It's uh, it's a very good way of, of somehow, I guess, re rehearsing internally or, or somehow. And I do think that you need, if you are supposed to act in, a, in your home, then you need to know that home pretty well. So I'm just like doing as many uh, turns from the table to the kitchen sink as I as I can because there's, it needs to find uh, well thank you for for saying it was organic because that's what what it kind of needs to be to be credible um there are these small details that can really like make it or break it you know <laughs> oh absolutely just those little things that can really feel authentic or natural and you know you can tell when a character has been in this you know environment for so many years or knows sort of where everything is and you know the audience picks up on that and I think it's again you know credit to your performance where like it just kind of felt very natural in that way um I have to wrap up with you but I just wanted to ask what does this award season mean to you? Because the film is connecting on a global basis in terms of, you know, audiences around the world are really responding to the humor, but also the beauty of the relationship and your performance in particular, you know, getting that Golden Globe nomination. So what has this experience meant to you? Well, it's been quite overwhelming to get to be a part of a film that seems to give people hope all around the planet. 
we've been traveling from from Japan to Mexico to the States to to Europe to and everywhere people are thanking us for giving them comfort and hope in a time that is quite rough and scary and I guess that's the the most beautiful thing you can be a part of as an actor to get to be a part of something like that and and get that appreciation and and also that people really feel connected to this story and they invest their hearts in it and uh I don't know it, it can't get any better can it <laughs> no it can't and especially again your performance is just so lovely even just like the moment where we learn a little bit of your character's backstory in terms of what she wants and what she doesn't want and the pain that maybe she's felt you know through familial relationships in the past it's just such a beautiful nuanced and understated work and you really are the emotional core of the story so thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about your work well, thank you, Eric. I really appreciate your words. Thank you so much.